This is the City Surgery on City Talk 105.9. And it's City Talk 105.9. A very good afternoon to you. My name's Mick Coyle. Welcome to the Gadget Surgery for a Tuesday afternoon, taking a look at your questions about technology because our gadget guru is here to answer and solve your problems. Good afternoon, Gary. Yes, my name is Gary Miller here every Tuesday afternoon uh, to talk about um, well, really what your questions are in the last week. And those questions came by what means, Mick? Uh, by email or by Twitter. Increasingly by Twitter at the moment. Now the email address is surgery at citytalk.fm. Uh, if you've got technology problems, so uh, you want recommendations for a new phone, maybe you've got an upgrade due, something like that. Maybe you've got a new laptop and you're thinking, what have I bought this for? Windows 8.1, it doesn't work very well at all. I need to get it maybe downgraded to something a little bit more user-friendly. Gary Miller is your man. You can send in your questions to surgery at citytalk.fm. Maybe you've got viruses on your computer, things like that. Uh, loads of questions coming through this week, Gary. And we start with Kirsty, uh, who says, Gary, I have a lot of contacts saved on my SIM card. Can you tell me how to transfer to my Google account please question mark she goes on to say most of my contacts now auto sync with my google account but the sim card contacts don't i'm running android 4.0 gary can you help out kirsty there well the answer prior to seeing this question would have been no i don't use android i don't use google or gmail but i know how to get the answer Gary, so everyone uses Google. Uh, well, I don't. Um, what you need to do is, uh, there is actually, it's almost like a tick box. You need to actually tell Android that you want to synchronise your SIM card. If you don't tell it, it won't do it. It only does the main contacts. So what you need to do is go into your Gmail account on your Android phone. Um, settings, account, sync. Synchronise, that means sync and then add account. Now, what then happens is it auto-syncs with your Gmail account. Each contact in your smartphone is assigned a type or multiple types. For example, SIM, phone, carrier, or Google. Only contacts that are labelled Google may be synced with your Google account. Now, all you're having to do is go into import, export, select import from your SIM card. This all sounds very technical, and I'm sorry if it is, but these are the instructions. And then you need to go into uh, the next screen or display, create contact under account, and the next screen will allow you to select the contacts for conversion. You can only do this one by one if you want to sync some contacts, but not all. Otherwise, sync them all, select them all. And it will do it. Once it's done, it will keep doing it from then on. Ah. If you haven't done it the first time, then it won't ever do it. Kirsty, if you're panicking, listening, Sorry about you're that. in the car at the moment, you're thinking, oh, no, I couldn't take down all those instructions. Don't worry, the City Surgery will appear online, and you can go back to the City Talk website, listen back to that response, get the full details there. And if that's been a problem for you, you can do exactly the same. Just type in Gadget Surgery on the City Talk homepage, and you'll get uh, previous episodes, and you can listen back to previous weeks of the Gadget Surgery. It's always online. Uh, thank you, Kirsty, for your question. Best of luck. 
and uh, you can send in your questions to surgery at citytalk.fm or you can tweet them to at citytalk1059. Uh, Peter from Southport has a question. Dear Gary Miller, can you tell me if I can buy Blu-ray DVDs to burn information onto? Is there such thing as a Blu-ray burner for Mac? If possible, that's Peter in Southport. So um, we were all burning onto CDs. Then DVDs meant you could get more things on them, and Blu-rays can get even more on them. But if you're running a Mac, Gary, can you burn onto a Blu-ray? You can, and I didn't know that either until I saw this question, did my research. And there's loads of devices. There's HP, there's Samsung, there's Panasonic. Uh, the price is $64.99, £65.99, £89, um, £89 again. Uh, there is actually uh, things 75 quid, 66 quid, 91 quid. It's so one at 14.99, but it's actually a cover case. And I was getting quite excited thinking that was cheap. <laughs> but so they vary from about 60 odd quid and actually a lot, lot more. Um, have a look at, uh, at Argos. Uh, go into Tesco's. Uh, have a look at Amazon.co.uk. Um, for example, the HP BD. 335E external 12 times so or 12 speed Blu ray disc rewriter um, is only 64.99. Still think it's expensive, but actually, for the for the fact that you're being able to rewrite onto your Blu rays, which take a lot more information than DVDs, actually, it might be worth it. But thinking about it, if you've not got a Blu ray player, then uh, and you've not been buying Blu-rays, why would you need to do this? But again, great quality, um, very, very good HD or high-definition quality. Samsung Slim uh, version external 3D Blu-ray writer, a 3D Blu-ray writer, $65.99. Um, and that was from Amazon.co.uk. But in terms of the amount of information, if he's looking for somewhere to store information business information uh, he, he's saying blue blu-ray i just wonder whether or not that's a little bit outdated gary in, in terms of burning things onto a disc now i wonder whether or not he'd be better suited getting a, a terabyte or a couple of terabyte hard drives for a for a similar price 65 75 85 pounds he could but the blu-ray that. will play in um no I, I may be wrong with one thing but will play on your tv system mm. whereas normally the discs don't yeah so I, you, I guess it's a type of information, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I would say no. However, you could, and these days, go and get Netflix or Love.Film and actually stream your movies rather than downloading them or, or putting them onto a disc. So stream them direct into your monitor, your TV, uh, using maybe an Apple um, or one of the other kind of uh, Apple TV-type devices. Gadget guru Gary Miller is with us on City Talk 105.9, answering your questions as part of the gadget surgery. Uh, Gary, uh, Jed... Uh, asks the question, Dear City Talk Gadget Surgery, that's you, Gary. He says, Is the HTC One a good deal on £19 a month with unlimited data, calls, and texts? Uh, that sounds pretty good. HTC, decent brand, £19 a month, relatively low. Unlimited calls, data, and texts. Sounds like a great deal to me, that. It didn't look right at all, actually, because I've actually gone on to uswitch.com and made a comparison. And I actually couldn't find in uswitch.com 19 quid. What I did find was the cheapest was £21. Um, it had 
However, 600 minutes, unlimited text, and 500 meg of data, that's not a great deal. Because there are others, for example, unlimited uh, minutes, unlimited text, one gig of data, £28, and that's with O2, and that was the top of all of the ones I could find. So of the nine I found, number one was O2. Next one was T-Mobile, 500 minutes, unlimited text, unlimited data. Now that's actually very good, because mm-hmm. if you do a lot of browsing and whatever, £32.99. Um, and then you go down to, say, Vodafone, unlimited minutes, unlimited text, three gig, 30 quid. Now, three gig's actually quite a lot. I'm on two at the moment, and I'm actually paying more than this on my iPhone. So, yeah. actually, prices are seem to be coming down massively. So, have a look at uswitch.com. However, if he's getting it for 19 quid, and it is unlimited, uh, unlimited data, unlimited calls, unlimited text... I've not been able to find it on uswitch.com. I've noticed um, it was my mum who was getting a new uh, phone as well, um, and she'd asked me to sort of find a good deal. And because she stayed with the company she was currently with, although she got a brand new handset, she stayed on the same sort of deal, direct debits and all that sort of thing. Uh, she she was able to sort of uh, sort of stay on and, and get a much better deal, significantly better than the advertised price. Mm, well, it, and it, I just wonder whether or not loyalty, loyalty may have been a factor. Uh, loyalty might have been, but uh, loyalty only comes into it when you go back to them and complain about the price that you're being charged. <laughs> Maybe that's they don't very often tell you the best price you can get. Maybe Jed did that, and then they uh, went, well, 19, yeah. £19? And he's gone, I'll ask Gary Miller and I'll come back to you. So, Jed, it seems like a really good deal compared to what else is on the market exactly. at the moment. The HTC One is not the most brand new uh, still a good phone, no? Still a good phone, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's move on. Mrs. Fern has emailed the show. Dear City Talk, can you ask Gary Miller on the gadget surgery, what is the best idea for a 15-year-old about to enter their final year at school? So let's presume this is a year 10 uh, pupil we're talking about here. My son is asking for an iPad because everyone in capital letters has got them. I get a sense that uh, Mrs. Fern is uh, informing us of uh, the attitude of said 15-year-old. But they're expensive, and I'd rather get a cheaper tablet. Uh, she's putting brackets, Kindle Fire HDX. I'd rather get him a laptop, too, to use, because I think it would better serve him in the long run. What is best, Gary? That's Mrs. Fern, who's trying to buy for a 15-year-old because he wants an iPad, because everyone's got an iPad, Gary. Well, um, the first thing I would do, and I was actually looking at the question, thinking um, most Secondary schools today are giving their final year uh, students iPads. I see a lot of secondary schools doing that. So why isn't he getting one from the school? Now, maybe they're giving them only to use them in the school. And what he wants and needs for his homework is to take it home. Um, They're great. The iPad is fantastic. And you are right. Most of the schools and most of the pupils are getting iPads. Now, the iPad isn't the only one out there. There's a Galaxy tab and many others that you could get. The Note, for example, the Kindle Fire HDX. What do you want to use it for? That's really the question. Do you want it for reports? Do you want to be typing in documents for for your uh, coursework, for your homework? So actually, if you're doing that, then I think the laptop idea is a great idea. But they're a little bit heavier. 
They're not as, as easy to carry around. I mean, they're easy to carry around. They're not too heavy, but they're not as easy to carry around as, say, an iPad or a Galaxy Tab or a Note or something. So, actually, um, portable, netbook, notebook, great idea if you're typing lots of reports, documents and such. If all you're doing is browsing and doing research, then some sort of touchscreen technology like a tablet is ideal. Question, which I raised at the beginning, is check, double-check with the school are they proposing to give an iPad out to that final year student? Now, Gary, I think this is where you're absolutely right here. Contact the school and say to the school, what technology does my son need to take part in everyday classes and what technology do you think would be beneficial for his uh, or her education? I think the school will be absolutely honest with you and say, well, if they need laptops or, sorry, if they need iPads, we will provide them with touchscreen technology. That will happen. I think there's an element of posing here, Gary. Uh, I, I think there definitely I think it's, is. I think it's mum. Everyone's got an iPad. I need one as well. I, I need one for school. It's like jeans and trainers and tops and hats and you know whatever they w- might want to wear. Well, this is just an extension of it. I, I wouldn't be surprised in a few years' time that folk will be saying, uh, "But mum, I've got to have that smart watch because it'll tell me the." Time and everybody's got them, but that's what the way it's it is, and it's always has been like that. Um, yes, let's go to the school, find out from the school what do they recommend, what kind of technology will they be using, and that is not the actual hardware but the actual applications because it's actually the applications they need. And if it's just for browsing, then a tablet's fine, but if it's more than that, it might be a notebook or something else. So do ask. Gary, we've literally got two minutes left, so we've got uh, Paul from Chester says, Dear City Talk, how do triple play DVDs work? I've seen them on Amazon. A DVD, another DVD, and a download. Do I need all three? And are they sold individually too? Seems daft buying all three, says Paul in Chester. Well, this means it could contain a Blu-ray and a normal DVD and a digital version that can go onto an iPod or an iPad, for example. Um, They are useful for people who are thinking of going Blu-ray at some point, but don't fancy buying the DVD now, and they buy it again in a few months. So you actually get a box, and let's say you've only got the DVD today. So in the box is a DVD. But actually, six months later, you get a Blu-ray player, well, you've already got the Blu-ray in that box that you got six months ago, so you actually can start playing the same thing and it only costs a slightly bit of extra. It's not costing you masses of extra. So how much does a Blu-ray a film cost these days? Is it anything from 30-odd quid to 60 quid? It could be. So actually, what you get is you get the DVD and the Blu-ray and the digital version for all of your devices. So it's mainly aimed um, at people with uh, one Blu-ray player, but they haven't got two, but they might want to watch a DVD in another room. So they've actually got a DVD player, which is most likely, but they could watch that same DVD in the other machine somewhere else in the house. Imagine if, when you bought all your VHSs in the past, your VCR, you know, your your um, uh, VHS tapes. Tapes, yeah, the if cassette it, if tapes. in the box it also contained a, a DVD, you wouldn't do what I had to do and basically Get them converted. throw them all away yeah. or buy brand new ones. It's yeah. all sort of there for a couple of extra quid, hopefully making it as future-proof as possible. With the download, that's probably the most important one, though, isn't it? Because it when is. you've got the download, you've got it and it's there for all time uh, across technologies and, and that will pretty much stay uh, as is. Uh, Gary, 
with that, we're out of time. Thank you for your time today. Thank you for answering so many questions. And thank you to everybody who's been contacting the show this week. Hopefully, if you sent in your question, we were able to answer it for you this week. You can send in your questions to surgery at citytalk.fm. That's surgery at citytalk.fm. Or tweet them in at citytalk.fm. 1059. Gary, great to see you. See you next Monday. Next Monday morning, 7.20. On The Breakfast Show and Tuesday from 4.15 with a gadget surgery. This is the City Surgery on City Talk 105.9.